five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Still is the thin white duke, David Bowie. I took a trip on the Gemini spacecraft, baby. What's going on, everybody? It's me, uh, Robert Phoenix. Mm, almost selling my coffee. Yeah, wow, life coming at us, right? 24-7 now. There are no days off as we hurdle, inevitably, inextricably, inexorably, indubitably towards the great climax, which is the clash of civilizations, ideas, modes of expression, and uh, the protection against such things. Yesterday was a crazy fucking day, a crazy fucking day. And the, uh, the shooting in Texas just part of it just part of it just my cap got jasper here last right here yes my man it's my man the one and only he's like my ed mcmahon you're like my ed mcmahon aren't you you're the perfect straight man how is everybody today? Are we uh, reeling in the years? The discussion, the heated debate about guns, gun control uh, in this country is just getting started. Um, two weeks ago, we had the shooting in Buffalo, which kind of went away. Now, if you go into the, uh, the details about the shooting in Buffalo, which has all kinds of crazy symbolism, of course. The shooter himself turned out to be a bit of a Marxist. Like the shooter theoretically was a Bernie guy. And they tried to turn him into a white supremacist fascist. And there was all the, the Buffalo symbolism, the January 6th stuff, which was um, part of the narrative. Right. And wow, it kind of went away. The weird thing about the Buffalo shooting was that supposedly there were 10 people that died, but only one charge of homicide. And that was for the ex cop who was supposedly working on a, on an engine that used water as a, uh, device to or as a uh fuel for the engine itself so high strange with buffalo like was that a hit 
clearly it was planned. And when, and when the Buffalo thing went off, if you go back to my uh, Sunday night show from the, that weekend, I said that there would be three shootings and that the third one was going to be the one that would tip the scales. It would, it would be, the, it would be a pivotal event. A day after, if I'm not mistaken, the Buffalo shooting took place on a Saturday. The day after, there was a shooting in a church in Laguna Hills. It was some Chinese guy who had some beef with China and Taiwan. But it was a shooting. That was number two. And then yesterday at 1132, we got the third shooting and the third one um, hitting the trifecta. We'll get into that today. There's some other stuff we're going to get into today, and it's not just the shooting. We're going to look at the chart. Shooting took place at 11.32 a.m., and uh, Mars is in a very interesting place astrologically. So we're going to take a look at that. And we're also going to take a look at two other events that happened yesterday. While they are not necessarily directly connected, they are indirectly connected. And it goes back to the episode of the Twilight Zone that I referenced probably about a month ago. And I'm not sure how many people were paying attention to that episode of the Twilight Zone, but it brought us to this to this point where, where we are now, which is um, how people are experiencing conditions as intolerable and the thing that's absolutely tearing the social fabric apart and that is uh, social media and the deleterious effects of social media we're going to get into some of that today with two last night i was i was uh i was texting one of the chatarians we were talking about her poor cat who has a growth um near his trachea we're trying to figure out if we can do some things to you know, assist in the, the 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 relief of the people are going through stuff for their cats right now. A lot of people. I think uh, I think Mike lost his cat. Ryan lost his cat. Uh, I didn't say this, but I'm gonna. I'll tell you now, which is a weird Gemini thing, and it didn't happen during Gemini. But uh, Dr. S has a, uh, or had a calico who was 19 years old. Uh, really lovely cat. She's got three cats. And that was my favorite of her three cats. The other cats, they're interesting. Let's put it that way. Uh, on that Thursday morning, her calico, who was 19, was having a hard time losing a bunch of weight passes away later that day in the afternoon rosie who you all know is a beautiful calico she passes away so we had both our calicos pass away the same day ryan lost his cat apparently mike lost his cat and um, lynette who i was texting with last night in uh, southern oregon her cat is sick so just strange shit going on in the cat world and maybe in the pet world in general. I, you know, I, on my Twitter feed, people talk about losing their dogs, like what's going on here. You know, what's happening with our animals. 
think that's a big question and nobody's really talking about it. Now our animals for the most part, generally they, they hang out outside or inside their indoor outdoor Jasper and Rosie were indoor. So I can't really apply this thesis to them, but they're interacting with whatever is out there, whatever's falling from the sky, whatever accumulates on the ground, they're interacting with it and it may not be in their best interest. So, uh, Anyway, I'm watching something on TV, on YouTube, while I'm texting away. It, it is like the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. Well, not the crazy, but in terms of the context of what it is, it's crazy. And it, and it has to do with sports. And there were two events that were sports related yesterday that had to do with commentary and speech. And people who took offense at what was being said. I'm not sure how I'm going to work them in yet, but it's clear it, it, you have these two things that happened on the same day, same day. And it's a Gemini thing, right? You got a Gemini spacecraft, baby. So the legendary Stardust Cowboy who wrote that song, David Bowie did a uh, cover of it. He's from Texas. And guess who else is from Texas? Matthew McConaughey, where's he from? He's from Uvalde, which is the city that uh, the event took place in. So we're going we're gonna to try to break this thing down to the best of our ability. If we can get into the hyper symbolism, and there's apparently a lot there, right? Even with the last name of Ramos, and then the next day, which is today, we have Mars going into Aries which is the Ram. And remember Mars, and I talked about this on the Sunday night show, Mars is going to conjunct Chiron. That is when you're going to have really significant gun control measures start to be talked about. They could even go executive order. Kamala Harris was talking about gun buybacks yesterday. Uh, this is going to get very serious. They, they, we are now in the phase where they want to disarm the American public. They have to. They have to be able to do this now. And it's going to get ugly because Americans are not going to give up their guns. So we're headed towards a point of conflagration. And they can run out another shooting and another shooting and another shooting. Uh, and I believe that, that this shooting, there's a lot of really weird questions around this shooting. We're going to get into some of them today. And we're going to get into the chart of the of the shooting itself, and this weird, bizarre thing that happened in the sports world. Two events, which I think you know, when you look at what's happening in the world, there are canary in in the coal mine events, and the 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 first canary in the coal mine event, in my humble opinion, around this whole speech thing was Will Smith. And Will Smith going on stage and, and slapping Chris Rock. Whether you think it was premeditated or premeditated to a degree, it certainly feels like there was some level of premeditation. Um, nonetheless, it set up something where all of a sudden the lines between what you can say and how people experience what you say are being just smudged. 
And the same, it, so we saw that happen with Chappelle and the guy that bum rushed him um, on the stage. And somebody said that the security for that event was the same security for the Las Vegas event. And I think there was another event where they had the same security, which is apparently no security, security at all. But now it's, it's, it is in vogue. It's in vogue to um, confront your accusers. And, you know, I, how do I feel about this? I have mixed feelings about it. I'll tell you why. Long time ago, as part, I was on this message board. And it was a, a bunch of, uh, really a bunch of liberals talking about the Golden State Warriors, who, by the way, were in Texas last night playing the Dallas Mavericks. And Steve Kerr, whose father, Malcolm Kerr, was a, uh, an ambassador. He, was, he, was, he wasn't an ambassador. I think he was teaching. And he was teaching in, was it uh, Jordan? We'll, we'll do a Malcolm Kerr dive if we fit it in. Anyway, Steve Kerr's father, who probably was a bit of a spook, got killed. And I think Steve Kerr was living over there. He was probably about, I don't know, maybe 12, 13 years old. Comes back to the United States, winds up playing college basketball for the University of Arizona uh, as part of the Lute Olsen teams who do pretty well. Steve Kerr goes on to play for the Chicago Bulls and uh, hits a very big shot in one of Michael Jordan's final games like like a like a game six or some shit like that and wins the game for the bulls so steve kerr was a three-point he's a good coach he's a good coach but he's a woke liberal pain in the fucking ass and every time there's a shooting now steve kerr comes out and starts screaming at the world that enough is enough and he did that last night for the mavericks game and we had a major storm last night here in Texas. Like it ripped through the north of the state and then eventually just went straight down the center of the state. Got here last night. Was very intense. I took some pictures. And there was some weird stuff going on with the pictures. I was doing this um, kind of live stop motion thing on the iPhone. And I was capturing things on the picture that, that were really weird. Almost like these strange tubule life forms in the air. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll uh, post those tomorrow. We can talk about that tomorrow. Very strange stuff. Like the secret life of atmospheric resonance during a storm. Like what the fuck is this? And I got at least three of these things. You can see the rain coming down and then these tubes like shooting through the, the frame. It was almost like the air was alive with these things. It's very weird. Very, very weird stuff. It's not the topic of the show today. But we had this storm that came ripping right through tech, started up in the north, and it was so intense that the the arena that the Dallas Mavericks play in was being drenched by the rain. 
which is a highly emotionally charged atmospheric event. I know you were emotional last night. Actually, you were not emotional last night. Your buddy on the porch was emotional. So the, the, the porch cat, AKA Max, you know, poor dude is out there. It's in the rain. You know, it's like thunder and lightning. I'm like, oh shit. I may as well let the, let the guy in. So I let him in last night and he freaked out even more. He's like, he couldn't handle being inside. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna leave the door open and you can pick your place. You can be either in here with me and Jasper where it's nice and warm and not, not uh, cool and wet and noisy. I mean, you could do that. You could be in here with us or you can go outside. He went outside. He was nervous. He was a nervous Nelly. So we had that last night, very stormy weather here in Texas. Of course, Texas is the place where um, there are a lot of people with guns. And, you know, I have a friend, I love her to death. And she, she texted me last night and, you know, she was decrying the fact that, uh, or lamenting over the fact that, you know, babies are killing babies. And, and I get her point. I get her POV. She's a, an emotional person and the, she had some post and it was the post somebody was saying oh yeah well you know they, they in texas they don't care about they care more about guns and women's rights and they were linking the the shooting to here in the state of texas it, it's difficult to get an abortion after i think what is it two months like if you if you're two months on and you gotta you gotta go somewhere else so this person was linking all this together. And when I see things like that, to me, it's, it's just uh, specious. It's totally specious because there, whoever is writing that post or that, that whatever that was got my friend's attention. And, and it was capitalizing on the fact that, um, that there was a quote unquote tragedy and they're linking the tragedy to women's rights and the ability for a woman to, well, kill a killer before he's before he kills. I mean, really, in a weird way, that's what the subtext is. Like, what would happen if he had been aborted? You know, this Salvador Ramos. What would happen if he had been aborted? Well, we wouldn't have had this moment. Or would we? We don't know. And so in a weird way, he makes a strong case for abortion, doesn't he? Well, we're going to get into them a little bit, um, but this is what happens now. They take an event and they will supercharge it. They will feel it with emotion and they will demand that in the Hegelian dialectic, there's a problem, teens with guns, there's a reaction, horrible, there's a solution. Take the guns away. Taking the guns away is not going to help. I'm just going to go on record here. It's not going to help. And for every, every kid who is sporting a $3,000 AR-15, oh, that's right, we're going to get into that. This is the kid who probably didn't have a pot to piss in, and yet somehow he manages to get a $3,000 AR-15. How does that happen? Not just any AR-15. There's a, there's a brand name. There's a scope that goes along with it. It's close to a $3,000 rig, and there were two, two rifles. They're not the same. But there are two in play. And together, they're 
probably close to about $4,500 worth of weaponry. How do two teenagers come up with $4,500 to go out and buy these AR-15s? It's a big question mark. Am I right? Yes. People need to ask these questions. They don't ask these questions when these events take, take place. But they're going to come after the guns and they're going to come after speech. The two, the First Amendment and the Second Amendment are inextricably linked because you can't have a strong First Amendment without a strong Second Amendment. It's the way it is. Because if you say something that other people don't like, and we're going to get into that today, we're going to try to bridge these two events. If you say something that people don't like, um, or vice versa, let's say you say something that the authorities don't like, well, they can theoretically come after you. If you are theoretically armed and are um, exercising your Second Amendment rights, do you think that they will think once or twice about being able to do that? The answer to that is absolutely yes, they would. So the two are, they're linked. You cannot disassemble freedom of speech with the freedom to, uh, or the right to bear arms. This is where they're going. This is, this is, this is what's, what's happening. I talked about this two weeks ago. And when we get Mars conjuncting Chiron and Aries, they're going to go after, they've been trying to chip away. Biden will either go executive order or they'll get somebody in the house to run a bill out. And it's going to get very serious. Very serious. And people are going to not dig the fact that this this version of our government, the one that is making it harder and harder each and every day for the average American to live, that now they're going to take away their ability to defend themselves or their ability to hunt or fill in the blank, right? They're not going to dig it. So they're forcing the issue now. They're going to force the issue. I think we're headed into a period of time where shit's going to get real. So the World Economic Forum, and this is another thing that's taking place. We're in Gemini, right? We're in Gemini. We have these events that are going on simultaneously. World World Economic Forum happening in Davos has a bunch of people there that are protesting. They're all of a sudden now people are fucking getting wise to the Schwab program. And I think uh, Jack Posobiec is there. I'm not really a huge fan of the guy, but he was there. And apparently there are 5,000 troops in Davos because they're realizing that people are waking up. The problem with the whole Davos thing is that there's never any real discussion amongst the people that are setting the policies who are the global elites. There's no real discussion about them or from them with the people that they want to change the world with. There's no discussion. They're just going to do it, right? They're just going to, and there's no heat on these people either. And honestly, I think there needs to be heat on them. You know, interpret that any way you want. They need to know that people know what they're up to. And they need they needed to know that a year ago. We've been talking about Davos for in the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab for two years. They called it the twin reset. Remember that? 
I did a whole Sunday night show about it, the twin reset. And that's when the true node was in Gemini. So we have this thing happening in Davos. Are we talking about that? No, we're talking about Uvalde, Texas. Um, did they do these things as a sleight of hand? Misdirection? All that stuff, right? Do they do that on purpose? Maybe. All right, why don't we go over to uh, the website and let's do a roll call here and uh, let's talk a little bit about um, True Hem Science. I had a I had a uh, client yesterday and the client was using True Hemp Science, was using the CBD and guess what? It was helping. It was helping with inflammation, helping with pain. Uh, this is somebody who had a severe back issue and I guess they left a review over on Chris's website uh, and bravo. Way to go, way to go, Chattaria. Uh, way to support the product and give some positive feedback. So there you go. If you want to get some uh, liquefied hemp, also known as CBD, with various grades for your inflammation, for your sleep, the gummies, uh, you can go right here, spend $100, you'll get free product sent to you as well. Just uh, 15 mins. And like I said, Chris did tell me that this now works. So if you put 15 mins, one five M-I-N-S in the field where that's your code, he'll know you're from this show and you'll get the goodies. You'll get the goodies sent along with you. Uh, TrueHamScience.com backslash ref backslash 23. So jump on board. I'm glad that people are finding Chris's product. I'm glad that they're experiencing relief with their inflammation and relief with their sleep issues. Need I say more? Thank you for supporting him. And as you do that, you do support the show. Let's get into chat. Let's see who we have here. Oh, today's Ryan's birthday. Miss celebrating Mine at the Biltmore. Oh, we got the bright Steve Crimmy. Oh, man. I actually slept pretty well last night. Steve Crimmy's birthday. Ryan's birthday, the introspective woodworker. Happy birthday to both you fellas. Gemini's contribute so much to our society. We got Wendy says, what's going on, Wendy? Uh, Tondar's in the house. Um, Sony's here. Hi, Sony. Let's see who else we have. C Pines. What's going on, C Pines? JMP Love. She's checking in. JJ. Good morning to you, JJ. Yes, we have we have uh, two Gemini's today. How appropriate. Um, Seeger's here. I just watched Tony Blair giving David Bowie a Brit Award in 1996. Seagard always brings the sinks, man. He's bringing the sinks. David Bowie and Norm MacDonald would have been most likely to have faked their deaths, but so far, no gotcha moment. Yeah, the thing with Norm MacDonald is interesting. He does look a little puffy. 
there at the end. And the, the thing with Norm McDonald is he had some very acerbic qualities. He was less acerbic in his later days. I think that is a byproduct of understanding one's mortality. You, be, you begin to put things into perspective. And uh, the whole Bowie Jack Blood thing was really weird. Have we seen Jack Blood since then? I don't think so. Um, but even if he faked his death, he's still gone. He's still gone. I think Norm Macdonald probably died. That's my cent, two cents. Although I could see where um, he would be a candidate for the fake death. Um, let's see who else do we have. Fran's here. Queen Lisa's here. What's going on, Queen Lisa? Jake. Coming on to the show soon. Looking forward to that. Kelly B. There was also a recent shooting at a high school graduation being held at MTSU in Tennessee. Happy birthday to the Geminis. Where would we be without the Geminis? Scrubbies. What's happening? Hucklebuck is here. Steve is here. I think Steve Letro. Is that Steve Letro? The Scribe of Persia. What's going on? I think that's Nish. Love the Nish. Glad she's here today. Scribe of Persia. That is so cool. Christine. Isn't Christine a Gemini? Christine, aren't you a Gemini? I think Christine's a Gemini too. Gemini with, with uh, some heavy Virgo aspects. What's going on, Christine? Good to see you. Uh, Beth Berry. Double B in the house, MK. Yeah, my daughter just finished school, so happy, and now have time for life. You know, they had to, I, you know, I said this on the Sunday night show, I said school's ending, so they needed to um, program something before school let out. And uh, that they did. Okay, all these aggregated BDs, something about nine months earlier been a rough mercury retrograde it's been weird don renee hart what's going on beautiful good to see you at 9 22 a.m you know that's my birthday 9 22 gotta be significant uh let's see who else do we have anybody else 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 bonnie my indoor outdoor cats seem to prefer indoor more often now. Is that a sign? Question mark. Uh, Don says these energies coming in are fierce and they permeate our dwellings. I would say that's probably true. There's my man, Steve. Like any toxin, animals are more susceptible to EMF that are surely off the charts. I think that there's probably some truth there, Steve. Squirrel says faked. Um, could be. Although I think, you know, we're in Gemini season. Oh, Timothy Harful says the gummies have a reverse effect on me, but I like it. All right. Well, you got to know your body and you got to know your body science. So, well, I'm glad you, you've gotten something out of it. There was a weird glow in the sky last night in England. Texas has had some really bizarre weather recently. Yes, we have. Seems like Texas governor has been bought. Hi, Ren. Oh, of course he has. But you know who's running for governor? 
Beto. You think Beto is going to use this for his platform? Oh, you know he is. You know Beto is going to use this. Let me see if I can find the, uh, let me see if I can find one of those pictures from last night. Just really bizarre stuff. Let me see if I can find one or two. Oh, I know where they are. They're here. These were very trippy pictures. I have two of them. Actually, I have three of them. I swear to God, it's like I'm catching some life forms in the atmosphere. And if you um, have the, um, oh, come on. Um, you know, when you press down on the photo, you know how you, it'll be almost like a, like a clip, right? Um, it'll kind of play itself out. Well, in the background, when you do that, or when I do that, you can see the lightning happening. So there's a flash of lightning. The lightning is independent of whatever it is I'm picking up on these photos. Let me see if I can uh, find these photos. I sent them to myself. They're really weird. Okay, so here's one right here. I promise we'll get into the other stuff. So you can see here that this is the, the water and the rain that's coming off the roof, right? Right here. Like, what the fuck is this? What are these things? And I've got multiple pictures of them. And like I said, when, when I press down on the image, you can see the flash of lightning this is not lightning this is something in the and at first i thought it was the lightning but it's not the lightning these are these are like tube-like creatures and i've seen i've seen images like this before in other pictures that's one let me show you another one I don't want to show Jasper because I think he'll freak out. Jasper is very sensitive. Here's another one. I mean, these things were really, because I went out last night, the, the, the uh, atmospherics were very intense. So we have more of these tube-like creatures sort of flying through the atmosphere. Look at that. You know, we're, are these things like feeding off the uh, electromagnetic energy in the air. Very bizarre shit. I've never, I've, I've seen, who was, who was taking pictures of something like that before? It was that guy that was, that did the, the movies about the moon. He's like an amateur astronomer. I think he had, 
some of these photos or some, here's another one, check it out. I got three of them. Same deal, right? See him? Like this is independent of the rain. This is not the rain, it's independent of the lightning. And there are these two, the, to me, it looks like there are these two black creatures that are flying around through the atmosphere. Now, maybe it's a, an effect of the photography. Could be. Could be. I think it's really strange. And I remember looking at my phone after I took those pictures. I'm like, wow, this is fucking weird. This is really weird. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to put the Uvalde stuff towards, not towards the end of the show, but I'm going to tackle it probably around maybe 10 after 10. And we'll do a hard 30 minutes on the Uvalde stuff because it'll allow me to play some of this other stuff. Let's go into Twitter because I want to make some connections here. Let's go into Twitter and let me show you. Jason Whitlock from yesterday. To an e oh. This guy wants to do an e-gun, no thanks. Moving on. An E-gun. Oh, fuck your E-gun. See ya. Um, all right, let's get to Jason Whitlock. So yesterday, Jason Whitlock put out a tweet, and it had to do with Dwayne Haskins. No, it just stay with me here. We're going we're gonna to talk sports a little bit, but it's going to come back to the subject at hand, the topic at hand. Dwayne Haskins was 24 years old. He died about a month ago, six weeks ago, under very mysterious circumstances. He was on a, uh, a freeway at about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning in Florida, a major freeway. We're talking, you know, four lanes, four big lanes going in either direction, I think uh, near Miami. And he had run out of gas. So he was using just hor horrible judgment. He runs out of gas. He crosses this freeway. He gets hit twice and dies in very weird circumstances. Very strange circumstances. His wife was trying to call him. He's married, although the marriage itself was probably not going very well. And he was in a car with another woman at six o'clock in the morning. Now, they did a uh, toxicology report on Dwayne Haskins, his blood alcohol level. This is at six o'clock in the morning. His blood alcohol level was over two. It's like 2.1 something. Like, that's really fucked up. Not only that, but he had traces of ketamine in his system. 
So Jason Whitlock decided that he uh, wanted to um, that he wanted to tweet about this, and he wanted to tweet about it because he wanted to use this as a teaching moment, right? This is a teaching moment for Jason Whitlock. Like this is how a guy fucked up his life. Apparently Dwayne Haskins parents didn't even come to his funeral. Like that's how much of a fuck up he was. He was in training camp for the Pittsburgh Steelers, hundred dollar body, 10 cent head. So he put out a tweet and then there was this guy who plays cornerback or played cornerback for the Oakland Raiders for a minute. And he came after Jason on Twitter and said, Jason was a grifter. And he took offense to Jason's tweet about Dwayne Haskins. Now, neither of them come out looking very good. Did Jason indulge in some hyperbole because that's what Twitter does? Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. But Jason's always done this. It's nothing new with Jason. He's been doing this for years. It's not like all of a sudden Twitter turned him into a monster. He would, he, Jason would troll people when he wrote articles. And a lot of people don't understand that Jason was Jason was woke at one point in time. I didn't like him. I remember reading some of his early articles. I'm like, who is this guy? Why is everything always about race? Jason's done a 180. He's got Mercury and Gemini. So this guy takes offense to what he wrote. And to his credit, he decides that he'll take Jason up on his offer and he'll come on to Jason's show. Um, how long is this? About four minutes. Let me play you this four-minute clip. This is yesterday. Remember now, <coughs> we're timestamping events. This is yesterday. And uh, I'm going to play this, uh, this clip with Jason. And eventually we're going to, we're going to walk this back to Uvalde. So hang in there. We're going to get there, but I have to bring these two events in because they're strange link. Okay. This is his name is Chike. I forget his last name. Had a cup of coffee with the Raiders played cornerback for uh, the Ohio state Buckeyes. He's an alumni. So he knew Dwayne Haskins a little, and this is Jason defending his position as a journalist and Chike is trying to tell Jason to formulate his tweets in a way that may be more productive, certainly more sensitive. Here we go. Well, Whitlock died of a heart attack today. Uh, he overate his whole life. I would not be offended by that. Those are just facts. That's just the truth. What happens over Twitter is completely irrelevant. And so I get that many people have had their brains hijacked to the point that they think of Twitter as real life. I don't, and journalists shouldn't, and we shouldn't be holding them to the standard of, well, they have to put this out here as delicately and as possible because who knows who's gonna pretend to be offended by this. That 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 would be my answer, Chimdy. And, and I and to be honest, I agree with all of that. The 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 place where it crosses the line for me, or the place where I would suggest some caution in how you report or how you put out a tweet, is in death. 
and is uh, when someone dies, right? And and let and me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Chimdi. Just just so we have some foundational understanding, and I don't mean this with any snark. I'm just trying to understand. Do you, are you a Christian? Are you you practice any religion? I'm a Christian. And so this reverence that we have for death right now going on in this culture, I want you to check with your minister or whoever you respect or do some research, but we have a death culture right now going on that's the opposite of Christianity. And, we, and, and if so, if some rapper, Nipsey Hussle, who's promoted gangster lifestyle, if he dies, oh, in death, because it's in death, now we must act like this is the greatest human being in the world, and in death we got to do do the. I don't know if it's in complete alignment. I don't believe it's in complete alignment with how our outlook should be, and so this extra reverence we want to give people in death. I I I I just. So I I, I, I don't because if I die tomorrow and people write if I hop up off this show and fall over from a heart attack or any result from my gluttonous lifestyle. I would not be offended if someone wrote, <laughs> went like that of a heart attack today. Uh, <laughs> he overate his whole life. I would not be offended by that. Those are just facts. That's just the truth. And see, that's the, that's, that's where, this is why I differ. And I guess the way I think, because facts and the truth, are fine, except that facts and the truth aren't everything. I can give you a bunch of facts, I can give you a bunch of tr truth, and I can frame it in whatever way I want to tell whatever story I want to tell. And I don't, and I, and I, and there's a, I, I agree with you to, to some extent in the, the over reverence of death. I don't think that's necessarily um, the case in what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that there's just a level of respect in death. I'm not talking about over reverence. Dwayne Haskins lived a, a life, you know, he lived an entire life. His life isn't minimized to struggling in Washington and struggling in, in Pittsburgh, which, by the way, he was still with Pittsburgh. He still had an opportunity to have a long career, career in Pittsburgh. His life isn't minimized to bad decisions at the end. Now, should they not be mentioned? I don't say they shouldn't be mentioned, right? But... The even in even in 280 characters, I don't even know how many characters you could put on Twitter. There is a level of nuance that I think an individual with a platform like you, you know, can operate under to get the point across that look. There's more. There's more happening here than what's being discussed by the mainstream media. Still deals with it, and so Dwayne Haskins' actions not only endangered himself, he put other people in harm's way and potentially cause, put scars on people. And there's nothing wrong with talking about that, respecting the fact he was a young guy and, had, and it is tragic, but there are things we can learn from this so that we don't make the same mistakes Dwayne Haskins made. All right, so you get the point there, right? They're having a discussion and it's a relatively um, moderate and rational discussion. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you didn't get the whole thing. It was edited. 
And I think it was edited to make Jason look probably a little bit better. I, I, I give Jason credit for having uh, the guy on his show. I give the guy credit for being on the show. A lot of times people won't talk about this. They'll just yell at each other from a distance and there won't be any dialogue. They actually had a dialogue and whether it was meaningful or not, I don't know. I'll let you decide. Okay. Same day, same day, Mercury retrograde. We're talking Gemini here all the way across the country, California guy by the name of Grant Cohn, who is a writer for the, uh, he writes for Sports Illustrated. He has he does a lot of a lot of media. He's on Twitter a lot. Um, he's on YouTube a lot, and I mean all the fucking time. He's the son of Lowell Cohn, whom I grew up reading as a kid in California. And Lowell was snarky. Nobody liked Lowell Cohn in terms of the like the the teams themselves. I think Lowell Cohn may have had some people who once they got to know him because Lowell's a pretty smart guy. But by and large, they didn't like him. That was a little shtick. Lowell said things that were not always polite or sugar-coated. And Lowell went to school at, uh, went to school at Stanford, um, got his degree in journalism at Stanford. He's really into Thomas Sowell. So he's, he's a strange guy. In that he has, you know, a reverence for speech and language and the First Amendment and all that stuff. But there's a part of Lowell that's also kind of a little on the wokey side. He's he's more free speech, more First Amendment. I would say more Thomas Sowell than woke, but there's a little bit of woke. His son, Grant, is very woke. And has even accused the 49ers at times of racism, uh, which I don't like. Like, he's like the boy who cries wolf. And he's done it a few times. I've called him out on it. Whether or not he's seen my tweets and dial it back, that's, you know, who knows. So he can be snarky with players. And there's a guy by the name of Javon Kinlaw, whom the 49ers drafted number one. He was the 10th pick in the draft in oh, two years ago so what is that the, the 20 i think it might have been the 20 the 2019 draft so he played 2020 and then 2021 injured most of those seasons not only did they draft in number 10 they traded away a player by the name of deforest buckner who was fucking amazing like this guy was great and he's gone on to be a pro bowler in indianapolis they trade buckner they get a first round pick uh, in return, I think they got maybe another later round pick. And they picked this guy, Kinlaw, who, if you read the scouting reports, like, eh, you know, you're, you're buying you're buying the physical package. You're not buying the, the totality of the player. He's been hurt a lot. And Grant has been snarky with some of the 49er players. Javon Kinlaw had enough yesterday. He did something I've never seen an athlete do. This is the same day that this thing happens with Jason Whitlock and this former player who calls him out about how he tweeted about Dwayne Haskins' life and death. So the story about Javon Kinlaw starts at practice, and Grant is at practice. He's on the sideline, and Kinlaw comes out of the training room. He's not practicing because he's always hurt. He walks across the field, and 
Grant says hello to him. He stands behind Grant and he starts bad-mouthing him. And then he walks up to Grant. He's wearing a cap that says rough and ready on it. <laughs> okay. And he flips Grant's cap off and it hits another sports writer behind him. So, I mean, think about the velocity. He really had to, you know, ramp up on the bill of the cap to launch it and have it hit another sports writer. So there are sports writers around this watching this. By the way, as a player, you don't do that. And the 40, the, the beat writers are not allowed to walk up to the players and engage with them in conversation. They can't do that. They have to have a press conference, like their protocols. But as a player, if you want to, you can walk up to um, a sports writer and start to talk to them. That may change, by the way. After this, it may change. So then, apparently, the guy walks is walking across the field and starts doing this rap and calling Grandpa bitch-ass motherfucker, bitch-ass sucker motherfucker, right? Like, that's happening. Was he's walking across the field. So Grant reports about it um, after the OTAs are over. And then he has a live stream. And I'm watching the live stream in real time. And then all of a sudden, Javon Kinlaw gets on the live stream. I've never seen this before, ever. I'm like completely flat. I'm blown away by what I'm watching. I'm going to play it for you. And the reason why I'm playing these examples is because of the veneer of civility. It's just going away, right? It's going away. And people are pissed and they're going after each other and they shouldn't be. There are targets in this world that if we were able to come together and put our attention and intention towards the people that are promulgating the social condition, we get a lot further instead of going after each other. Let me play the, the Kinlaw thing. It's wild. If you... Um, have an aversion to uh, salty language. Um, it's five minutes long. I mean, I'll play all of it. I'll play you, play you some of it. So he comes on the live stream. He's got MF. You know what MF stands for. He's wearing a San Francisco 49ers jersey. Here we go.
Hey. Can't hear it. All right, hold on. Okay, apparently can't hear it. Let me play it again. You know, this fucking pisses me off because I actually had the screen share with the volume turned on. Uh, so it sh you should be able to hear it. Here. There you go. Because I had the screen share on with the volume, so I'm not sure why it's not playing. Let's do it again. Stop doing that shit, bro. What you get out of doing this? Here. Don't worry. Don't worry about Don't worry. none of that. Don't worry about Don't none of that. You already know. Javon, you're you going to come on my channel. You want to try to bring me hardcore not... facts, bro. Javon, you're going to come on my channel and tell me what to say and what not to say. You should have some quotes. Nobody fucks with that, bro. Nobody fucks with that. Nobody fucks with you. You don't even understand that. Nobody fucks with you, brother. You need what to go find mean? a new job. Nobody fucks with you. What does that mean? What do you mean? What it mean? Nobody fucks with you. Are you sure? Nobody fucks with you, fam. And the only reason I'm getting on here stupid to your level this low is because I feel like it got to be done. Somebody got to do it, and it's going to be me. Somebody okay. got to press you, fam. You like to come on here and try to bully people on the internet. But when I press up on you in fucking person, you fucking shaking like a coward, voice lighter than my fucking baby, fam. What's up you with think that? I'm of you, Javon? What's up with that, fam? You think I'm scared of you, Javon? Fam, I don't give a fuck if you are or not. All I know is when I walked up on you, your fucking body temperature was fucking cold as ice. Straight you bitch. My body temperature? Straight bitch. Your fucking balls shriveled up. Little dick nigga. Hey, Javon. Stop do you think with me, bro. Javon, Do you think you're representing me, the 49ers well right now? Me on this internet, bro. Javon, do stop you think the 49ers are internet, proud of like what you're saying me, right now? Stop playing with me like you know me, bro. 
Stop I don't even know what I, I don't even know why you're mad, Javon. I'm not one of you. You still friends, haven't explained why you're mad. You don't know me, bro. I don't. Stop I don't. playing with me on this fucking internet, bro. I don't. Stop. All right. So you got the gist of it. I've never seen anything like that before. If you're the 49ers, you got to reel that guy in. You can't have him doing that shit. And, you know, so we have two examples of um, people that have used social media and have a bit of a cutting edge to their commentary around social media and athletes essentially feeling like they're being targeted and fucked over. Remember Will Smith, Chris Rock, crossing the line. Now the line has been crossed. And when Will Smith, whatever you think about at that event, when he, you know, taps Chris Rock on his face, that's a Second Amendment. That is a Second Amendment moment. It's the right to bear arms. He smacked him in the face. He used his arm. Yeah, that's right. It's a Second Amendment issue. When you defend yourself, if you have fists and you are proficient at using them and you could kill somebody, there are people who have had their, had their fists registered with the police. So when we talk Second Amendment, we're not just talking about guns, right? So, so when you saw the whole Will Smith thing, he was exercising his right to object to Chris Rock's free speech, and he used his fists in order to defend his position because you can object to free speech. When you cross a line like that, it's significant. For all intents and purposes, he should have killed Chris Rock at that point. I mean, I'm not advocating it. But that's that's what that moment was about. And it's really way down, way, way down the the food chain on all this. But those two events happened yesterday. And we have this event that happened yesterday in Uvalde. Let's take a look at that astrologically now. This is the chart for what happened yesterday. We're going to get into it now. Eleven thirty-two a.m. May twenty-fourth, twenty-twenty-two, Uvalde, Texas. So here we have Mars right here, conjunction with Jupiter. So what's going to happen? It's going to blow up, right? Jupiter makes things bigger, and uh, we have the Moon moving into the balsamic phase, conjunct Neptune. The moon gets into the collective psychology. Represents mania, hysteria. That's all very lunar. It's lunar stuff. And with Neptune, what do we have? We have the perfect, we have the perfect conditions for martyrs, victims, people taking things deeply personally, like those last two podcasts and or streams. And Jupiter ramping up, blowing up the rhetoric. 
Mars at the final degree of the zodiac. Final degree. Today, Mars is in Aries. And we're going to see the Mars-Jupiter energy kick into place. So everything is going to be about guns and gun talk and the limiting of guns. And remember, when Mars gets to roughly 11, 12, 13 Aries, conjunct Chiron, that's going to be the move. That'll be the move to either EO this stuff or somebody's going to come in um, from Texas probably. It'll probably be somebody like Barbara Lee. She always has this bill, which is the most fucking ridiculous bill, and it never passes. And it'll probably be Barbara Lee bringing this bill again, and I would not be surprised if it passed. Um, but I feel like this Mars... Which and the degree the Sabian symbol for this Mars is actually pretty interesting. We have Mercury retrograde. We'll talk about that in a second. We have Mercury Mercury retrograde at twenty nine. Taurus. It does go back and it does conjunct Algol. In fact, it's conjuncting Algol now. You know, we have fixed star Algol at um, was that twenty six. So Mercury is actually right there. Right, even though it's here, it's right here, right there. And there is algal, right? So this is gonna be zero Gemini right there. So right around 26. So Mercury will, will conjunct retrograde algal. You know what that means about speech? Because remember the first and the second amendment, they're, they're intertwined. So Javon Kinlaw has a right to go up to Grant Cohn and talk to him. He has a right to do that. He has a right to go up to him at practice and say, hey, look, I think you're a little hard on the guy sometimes. You don't know everything. You don't know our personal situations. You don't know what we're going through with our bodies. And sometimes you say things that are off the cuff and they're actually not as truthful as you think they may be. And they're, they're mean and spiteful. And if you ever want to talk about it offline, come find me. We'll have a deeper discussion. Javon Kinlaw is not wired that way. I don't think he has the capacity to go there. He has the capacity to go where he was going with food flying out of his mouth and talking about the size of his nuts. We, you know, we've all been in situations. You know, I was talking about the, uh, that message board that I was on. And I remember there was this one guy who just kept talking shit. And I knew the guy. I'd, I'd actually hung out with the guy. And uh, this is a guy who, by the way, studied with Saul Alinsky. Okay, he studied with fucking Saul Alinsky, this dude. who's a lawyer. And I, I was this I wasn't completely red pilled, but I knew where things were and I knew where things were headed. I'm not even sure red, red pill wasn't even a thing back then. This was in 2000, 2006, maybe 2005, 2000, a long time ago. 
And I'd had I'd had enough of this guy's shit. And I said, well, why don't you and I go meet at a gym? And you know, let let's settle this out. Let's 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 box this out. And of course, I was younger and better shape. So I understand where people are coming from. You get on the internet, you start talking shit, and what's going to happen? The 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 frustration level is going to rise. People are going to take because there's no checks and balances. Does Grant Cohn need to be put in his place every now and then? Sure. I think so, but there's a way of doing it. Like if, if Javon Kinlaw had come up to him and practiced, look, you, you you know you've been riding guys a lot. It's not having a, it's not having a good impact on the clubhouse. It's not having a good impact with your relationship with us. And there are things you just don't understand. If you want to know more, come find me after practice. We'll sit down. I'll do an interview with you. Like, that's how generally things work. But we're at this point now where the veneer has been just ground down to the point where things are getting ugly. So with this Mercury retrograde coming in and getting close to Algol, my sense is that they're going to go after both speech and guns simultaneously. But something big is coming. Something really big is coming. To me, this is the perfect martyr victim trinity, the stellium. Like yesterday was literally a perfect storm for this. A perfect storm. And today, everything is going to kick into overdrive, hyperbolic, and we've got roughly 10 days before the Mars conjunction with Chiron. Mercury's already moving back when it hits 26 degrees, which it will, into Taurus, which will conjunct Algol. Things are going to get hot and heavy. We already have Mercury here in a wide square with Saturn that's going to limit how people talk. That's happening. We've got Venus and Aries, which is very... It's all about now. Venus and Aries is about now. It's about agreements. Venus is about agreements. Now, now, now. We've got Venus conjunct Eris. Eris discord. The goddess of discord. With Venus here squaring Pluto. So, of course, we're looking at the relationship with death. These are really hard aspects. I didn't do the chart of the moment last week. Had I done the chart of the moment, I'm, I, there's a good chance I might have stumbled across this. Leo on the ascendant. So we're talking about kids. Of course, we're talking about kids. Let's look at the. So we got about ten days. If you have any investment in your Second Amendment rights, in the things that are associated with it, you better flex them now. You better flex. Look at this. This is interesting. Look at this. This I use Brave. Check this out. Upland. The countdown has be, the countdown has begun. Cars are coming to the metaverse. Virtual property strategy game. 
6,000 UPX sign-up bonus. Learn more. Like, I don't give a fuck about the metaverse. But look at this. I mean, we got um, B-Boy culture. We got bull symbolism. We've got the monocle, which is your one-eyed eye of Horus. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting, being herded? Herded like bovine and swine. Here, let's take a look at the guns. Supposedly, this, this is what was used yesterday. You know, they are two separate ARs. Okay, so we got a pretty high-powered scope here. Right, that's a, looks like a laser dot. Iron sights over here. They're both ARs. And this one in particular, probably about three grand. So these are not your typical, you guys are great. So this one is a Daniel Defense AR with an EO tech red dot. Brand new, $3,500. Over here, that's your kind of average generic AR with um, iron sights. This one even looks like it might have a built-in suppressor. $3,500 for the one on the left. Maybe you find one. If you buy one used, they're more money. And there's a reason for that. Let's say it was purchased new. That's $3,500. Over here, standard issue, generic AR. I guarantee you, even if you're buying used, you're not paying anything less than $800 for that. Do you might be able to get it for 600. Maybe high fives. Together, that's a $4,000 assortment of guns. How does Salvador Ram, as an Aries, how does he afford them? The answer to that question is that he doesn't. He doesn't afford them. So one of the things that they've been doing with uh, his pictures, and they, 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 they do this quite often, is that they've been lightening his skin to make him look white. Right? This kid is how old? 15? He looks decidedly older than that. You know who else he looks like? He looks like Richard Ramirez. Remember him, the Hillside Strangler? the vampire who got literally hundreds of marriage proposals from women. He must have been a projector. 
getting all those invitations. Let's look at um, the backstory here. Hopefully, again, we'll get some volume on this. Let's try one more time. In Uvalde, at least 19 students were killed as well as two adults. Yeah, but this situation is still very much evolving this morning. Authorities are still trying to positively identify the victims. The shooter is also dead, killed by law enforcement after a shootout. And the governor this morning calling his actions horrific and incomprehensible. Now this morning, the Justice Department says federal agents are also responding and the president offering whatever help the state of Texas needs. At least 21 people, including 19 children, were killed during that There's mass shooting at Rob Leo Elementary Rising. in Uvalde yesterday. Uvalde is about 80 miles west of San Antonio. Yeah, there's still several other victims uh, being treated at several area hospitals. The shooter is dead. Kins 5 reporter Lisa Tejas joins us live from Rob Elementary. And, and Lisa, realistically, it's, it'll be days, if, if not weeks, months, before we really know what all went on. Exactly, Barry and Sarah. Right now, it is an active investigation. Law enforcement is surrounding the perimeter of Robb Elementary School. We're also learning more about the victims here in this case. CBS just reported the first name of the victim, 10-year-old Annabelle Rodriguez. So thoughts and prayers go out to her family following the release of her identity. But Robb Elementary School is home to about 600 kids here within the community, ranging in age from second to fourth kids. So kids as young as seven years old. So the shooting started at around 1130 yesterday. As soon as that happened, all schools within the district were placed on standby lockdown there as well. So DPS believes that 18-year-old Salvador Ramos shot and killed. Look at these fat asses. These guys are fucking out of shape. Here, let's move move forward here. They're out of shape. Seven years old, so the shooting started at around 11.30 yesterday. As soon as that happened, all schools within the district were placed on standby lockdown there as well so dps believes that 18 year old salvador ramos shot and killed his grandmother before going to the school shop they wearing helmets either you got bubba here good finger control bubba Shots from our helicopter showed ramos had crashed his truck into a ditch before going inside, he was wearing body armor and was carrying a long rifle when he went into the school. Body armor. That is another thing that's consistent with Buffalo. They're going to come after body armor. That's when he opened fire, killing 19 kids and at least one teacher. More than a dozen kids were taken to Uvalde Memorial Hospital, and at least four others were airlifted to University Hospital in San Antonio for treatment. They include a 66-year-old woman and a 10-year-old girl in critical condition. Another 10-year-old girl, she is expected to be okay, along with a 9-year-old girl. Brook Army Medical Center is treating two adults who are in critical condition, and it's unclear how many patients are currently 
being treated at Uvalde Memorial. This was a tragic and senseless event today, and my, my heart was broke today. Our hearts and thoughts and prayers are with all our families as we go through this, this day and days to come. Again, my heart was broken today. So again, an active investigation taking place here in Uvalde. Several organizations are involved, including DPS, the FBI, the Texas Rangers have taken over in this investigation as we're, they're trying to figure out the why in this case, something we're all wondering. Why would he do something like this to 21 innocent people? Already we're starting to see memorials left behind here in Uvalde, right across the street. So apparently this kid has um, a history. Where is this right here? Well, this is the Matthew McConaughey stuff. This kid has a history of violence. He has a history of violence, right? And he'd been picked up once before with his buddy. They had talked about creating a um, Columbine-like scenario for this event. So been groomed for four years. If you think about the potential for this and um, how somebody could be groomed to go off and have a psychotic rage. It's the conditions of our society. That's given that this has happened the way that they said it's happened, which rarely it does. And we could go into it and, you know, we could continue to break this down, which we're going to try to do to the best of our ability. But the fact of the matter is, is that they're going to use this thing to go at warp speed to do two things, disarm the American public and also put a limit on speech. Those two things are inextricably linked. You cannot have one without the other. You cannot have one without the other. So this is, this is, this is where this is all going. And just astrologically, with all that Piscean energy lined up to foment victims and martyrs and pathos and, you know, even atmospherically in Texas last night with all the intense rain and thunder and lightning that was taking place, it's like Sturm and Drang. It is a storm. Ladies and gentlemen, the storm is here. We are at the precipice of the storm. Get ready. Um, it will not be business as usual moving forward. And Americans are not going to like it. Um, and it's going to cause much more intense and heated debate about safety, about guns, gun ownership. And of course, always the fuel for that fire is children. We'll always use children because children are the emotional currency to get people to do things that they often would not agree to do. All right, um, we'll be back tomorrow and I'll have more time 
to root around and put together some more connections with Mr. Salvador Ramos or Ramos in the sign of Aries as we march forward at light speed towards the Mars Chiron conjunction and how it will ultimately change the course of freedom in this country. We're on the clock. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.